Welcome to the podcast season four, episode one. In this season, we will be interviewing some of Kenya's top athletes. So today, we are honored to be joined by Sheena Miller, Kenya's CrossFit champion, one of them. (laughs) She was Kenya's fittest in 2019, and she also represented Kenya in the 2019 CrossFit Games. And I'm sure there are many more accomplishments that we will hear about. Welcome, Sheena. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Uh, we were just saying it's so typical. She had a power cut. Andy always has power cuts. Actually, it has yeah. been really bad recently. Yeah, um, this, this week, like yesterday. We're rationing for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. No, we're sitting on the generator, so I have my lamp just in case. We are. <laughs> I love it. Backwards. Just hope the, the internet. The internet stays with us. We're good. We're good. So, Sheena, can you introduce yourself? Just tell us about yourself, where you work, where you live. Um, In case people haven't picked up on it, you're not in Nairobi. (laughs) No, yeah, so I um, I live in Timau, um, basically on the foothills of Mount Kenya. Um, Pretty chilly up here. It's a bit like Scotland. Um, And, yeah, so not in Nairobi. I... We, I did have, um, I owned a gym in, in Nanyuki. Um, uh, sorry, Kia, you were saying, you, <laughs> your questions, my mind's gone completely black. I'm terribly nervous, just in case. Oh, uh, don't, don't no. worry, don't worry. Yeah, just tell us sort of about how you got into CrossFit, um, sort of why and when. Yeah, basically your whole health and fitness journey, in a nutshell. Cool, so yeah, I, I basically trained as a, a personal fitness trainer. I came out of school not knowing what I wanted to do. Um, I wasn't terribly academic. Um, I wasn't, I mean, I was sporty, but I wasn't, I wasn't driven, put it that way. Um, so I came out of school, I did my A-levels, and had no idea what I wanted to do took um a gap year and found a couple of fitness magazines um (laughs) and got completely hooked on fitness magazines and suddenly thought well you know this is this is possibly something i could i could venture into um having said that i leaving school um it was kind of frowned upon that i didn't know what i wanted to do um they you know in the schools itself they wanted me to uh, you know get my new CAS form signed and, and go to university and be a, a lawyer, a doctor, that certainly was not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I left, <laughs> left not, not knowing what to do, found the magazines, decided I wanted to maybe be a personal trainer, went and trained um, in Cape Town, I must have been about 19, um, did two years of, did one year of personal training, did another year of sports, um, sports management. Um, which I never, I got my qualification for my personal training, not quite for the sports management because I didn't finish my coursework, got marks and everything, but I never got the certificate. 
um, which is not great. But again, I am not. I'm more of a practical yeah. kind of person. Um, didn't get the coursework in, but anyway, kicking myself for that because obviously I then ended up owning a gym. Um, but we'll we'll get to that. Um, came back to Nairobi. Um, found myself a little job in a gym. I actually worked in um, Karen Country Club for a little time. Yeah. Um, I did, did my personal training. I um, yeah worked the floor. I started got some experience up there, and then I met my husband to be, um, and disappeared off to Tanzania, which was not sort of conducive to on a farm in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't really conducive to. <laughs> personal training and so on and kind of lost my way with fitness big time um i yeah i had no real motivation there was nothing i I don't know completely lost it um we ended up moving back to kenya long story short i had kids um completely lost the whole fitness thing and then actually in 2017 i was convinced to go into a newly sort of opened functional fitness gym in Nanyuki. Um, and I put it off and I put it off and I put it off because it was CrossFit, you know, it wasn't called CrossFit the gym at the time, but CrossFit had a bad rep for, for all sorts of things cool um, and scary. So I avoided it and eventually bit the bullet, went in there. Um, and that was it. It took one session and I was completely hooked and wondered why the hell I hadn't done anything for, for however many years. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where, where it all started, um, back in that, this little functional fitness gym in, in Nanyuki. Wow, that, that's, that's such a great story. And I didn't, I didn't realize that you'd done your PT so when you were so young. Um, yeah. What exactly is sports management? Um, I guess it was, it was all working around uh, managing team management um, oh, okay. and facility management, basically. Yeah, so that um, would have been a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I had, I had the knowledge and I had that and essentially... I didn't have a certificate, which I didn't need a certificate because I was, I'm, you know, picking up and owning it myself. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, to have gone out and got that experience that I should have got then would have been a massive help um, going into to owning my own facility. Yeah. Well, I also just, um, I just love how your story that you you've only so you've only really done CrossFit since 2017. Yeah. And and then in 2019, you, I mean, you were Kenya's fittest. You went to the CrossFit Games. That's that's incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, it was an opportunity. I mean, when it comes to yeah, I mean, I picked up CrossFit or functional fitness at the time. We then um, we then bought the gym. We affiliated with CrossFit. So went on with that and it just it hit me I was a complete you, you know you talk about being addicted to it I was a complete addict I loved it yeah. love what it did for me physically mentally um and yeah it just it just rolled from there and, to, and 
you know, you have with with the CrossFit, you have these open sort of um, worldwide comp uh, competitions, which everybody has access to around the world, which again seems pretty scary, but it is it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, my competitive spirit kind of popped out, which it hasn't in a very very long time. Um, so it's. Uh, yeah, I, I can't really explain why or how, but um, yeah, just found something that I absolutely loved loved to do. Um, so yeah, it just sort of escalated, and then we had the opportunity of of qualifying to go to the games, which just sparked another little fire. Um, and I'm not young. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm 38 years old, and these opportunities are going to come few and far between. So I, I found that opportunity and I, I ran with it basically because I didn't think there was going to be another chance <laughs> yeah I I did that 2017 open and yeah it was brutal because I was just yeah. trying to well same thing you know heard about CrossFit all the good and bad so I I like to try stuff for myself before I can sort of judge them so it was a year I was doing my bodybuilding but also did a a, quite a bit of CrossFit, and I did the Open, and yeah, it was brutal. So, but it was fun. It yeah, was... I'm too competitive for CrossFit. I'll end up injuring myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 40 years old, and you know, for me to suddenly get into CrossFit now. Yeah, we don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I would injure myself because I'm super competitive about everything I do. Yeah, yeah and, and, and like yeah, the yeah, I'll, I'll see someone, I'll see someone do more. I'll be like, no, couple more, but I'll do yeah. more. <laughs> And, and that's the thing, you go into the open saying, you know, I'm just here to have fun. And then in the middle, yeah. you're like, screw the fun. I'm here to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it's nice, you know, the guys cheering, the whole community there. And it's a, it's a fun gym th activity to do so. It, it, was yeah. nice. it was a I nice mean, experience yeah that's what i i really like about crossfit is the community feel of it and when we came to your your yeah, your station your gym in nanuki it just it had such a good vibe and um i think a lot of crossfit boxes can be a bit intimidating um but yours didn't feel like that at all um and the, yeah, yeah the guys I think, were very welcoming there was no there was no one trying yeah, to be, yeah. yeah, like you're not a CrossFitter, so why? It, it, were, everyone was very welcoming, which was which was good. Yeah, and you make CrossFit very um, applicable to everyone, which is uh, which is great. No, that's that's awesome to hear. I mean, it's kind of uh, if I walk into a gym in Nairobi, or if I walk into, I'm I'm absolutely terrified. <laughs> Um, so I certainly would not want anyone to feel like that coming to my gym. Um, it does, it, it, fear, the fear of God in me, I mean, to walk into a gym that I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't know the people, is, is terrifying. Um, so I feel, every person that walks into, or walked into my gym, um, sadly closed now, um, I, I knew how they felt. So I certainly wouldn't want them to feel intimidated or um yeah not not wanted as such yeah and so before sort of you did crossfit what kind of fitness or any kind of mode of exercise were you into oh i mean it was i'd say i'd say the sort of i'd say bodybuilding stuff mm -hmm. 
um, you know, I would pick up those fitness magazines which were full of, of bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, as little cardio as possible because I, yeah, who, who, who's a fan of cardio? <laughs> um, but, um, but that's, that's kind of where I found that the passion in, in CrossFit is you could get, it's the lifting of the weights and getting that cardio done at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, like, I have done some kind of CrossFit, but not, I mean, not nothing, I've never been to a class or anything, and I love so many aspects of it, um, and I think a lot of people have misconceptions about CrossFit, um, or, you know, like you said, before you got into it, they're like, well, this just looks really scary, or, um, but you can totally scale it down, and really anyone can do it, you know, it's not all the complicated lifts and everything. Um, yeah, no. Absolutely. I mean, there, there is two kinds of, well, you can look at CrossFit in many ways. You've got the competitive CrossFit, which um, which is, you know, if you look at any sport, any sport can be dangerous or any sport is going to put um, a lot of pressure on your body. So if you're working at a competitive level, you're, you are at risk of injuries. Um, however, if you're doing it for fitness and for health um, and for fun, um, you know, yes, there is always no matter what you do in life, there's obviously going to be a risk of injury. But whether you're, I mean, I was doing a workout in Nairobi the other day with my 66-year-old mum. I did, you know, I'm lifting 15-kilo dumbbells. She's doing her 5-kilo dumbbells. But we're, we're doing the same thing, just slightly varied. Um, so, yeah, there's, I mean, it, is, it has a bad rap. It is scary. Um, but you can scale it infinitely it's it's awesome in that way it really is yes yeah i think the problem with every sort of sport or discipline guys look at the top pros and assume that's how it is for everyone you you look at how the top bodybuilders train crossfit guys and you're like ah that that's too like that's too much i i don't want to be like that i just i just want you know a little bit so everyone i think the problem guys do is compare with you know the guys who are doing it competitively or or think that that's what they're going to be like yeah so yeah absolutely i mean i think you've you've said it in a couple of your instagram posts you know people aspire to look like something but they don't actually realize the work um and the dedication it takes to get there and that that's an elite athlete um whereas just being a normal sort of homebody who's interested in fitness and just you know wants to be healthy um yeah you you've got to have realistic realistic sort of expectations yeah we we were we were at the dubai uh CrossFit Games was it 2018? Oh gosh! And and it we were we were blown away by those CrossFit athletes. They were incredible, absolutely incredible. And from you know from doing handstand walks, which you do, it's amazing. You know to you know lifting really heavy stuff to running in the desert with weighted vests. I mean, yeah. It was incredible. I think CrossFit, like elite, elite level CrossFitters are some of the most impressive athletes in the world because of the, the broadness of that fitness need. And I think, you know, you look at, you know, some of the people competing in the top end and I don't think people really appreciate the amount of discipline and hard work that goes into every aspect of performance they're putting in. You know, 
how many, yeah, like walking, walking on your hands. That's that's one thing we would have me out of the competition straight away. We like, oh yeah, you know, walk walk from there to there with your hands on it. No, but you've got to practice those skills. It's a bit like being. I was talking about triathlon. You know, I used to. I'm a decent swimmer, and I used to run like run marathons. But I'm not a decent enough swimmer to enter an open water triathlon. But I could probably work on it, and that's the thing, it's that dedication to being able to work on aspects. But when we, there's so many aspects, you know what's going to be in the games until you, you rock up. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot to work on. Dedication goes into it. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, from my sort of experience, you know, just starting CrossFit in 2017 and then going to the games in 2019, really, <laughs> to be honest, is not, a, is not enough time. Um, and could I do all the skills? Could I lift all those heavy weights? No, I couldn't, but I could do a bit of everything. Um, and, um, yeah, it, as I say, it was, it was a massive, massive opportunity. And when it came to the open to qualify for that, um, I did those workouts three times just to make sure I hit those numbers. Um, but yeah, when, you, when you're talking about your elite um, there, Andy, it is, it's, it's the food. I had a snippet, I had a tiny little um, sort of snippet of what those elite athletes go through. It's it's crazy food. It's, I mean, I know you guys are really good at it. I'm not terribly good at weighing your food, at counting your macros, at working out. I was working out four hours a day. I was doing two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. food. Um, and it's, it's, you know, you have to have, you have to have a, a system behind you. You have to have your family, your, your friends who are accepting what you're doing because it is not sociable. It's very self, um, self-involved. Um, you have to be selfish. I mean, you've got, you have a goal, you're, you're going for it. Um, and you have to have a backing system. Yeah, there's just no balance when you're striving to be, you know, good at anything. I mean, yeah, I remember playing a good level of rugby and I pro my tie. I would like do one thing and then, you know, people wouldn't be able to, to find me because I'd be off practicing something or <laughs> off doing it in the gym. Or, but, you know, when you are trying to get somewhere, you know, that's the mindset you got to have. And there is no balance. And I suppose. That's a hard thing when, especially, you know, you started when you already had kids and a family. How did you manage to sort of juggle the parenting with, you know, because one thing I say about lockdown is having my home gym here has been brilliant because, you know, I used to hate driving to the gym, being away from home, you know, not seeing, you know, not being with Kaya and, you know, she at school all day or whatever. But now it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just walking across to the gym. You can find me if you need me. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I, there's two ways of looking at it. I'm lucky enough that my kids uh, were at boarding school over that period. Uh, so I had, I had the time to train. Obviously, I'm, I was in. <laughs> so lucky enough, but also not, you know, not lucky because they have to go to boarding school because of where we live. Um, but I also, regardless of that, I was in the gym every day. Um, because I was running the gym. So I had took my classes and then took my time to work out. Um, but um, I've lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, kids. 
Um, yeah, so as I said, they were at school. I had the time. My husband was super supportive. Um, you know, and my family, they all thought, okay, this is a one-time thing. Let her go for it. You know, all for it. And then when I come back from the games and I shoot him now for the next open, everyone was like, oh. Okay. Oh, all right, you're doing this again. Um, so, yeah, the kids, the kids were super, super supportive um, and great. And I, yeah, I built a little shack up at the top here, which had a, a, a few bits and pieces that I could walk up to. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I was lucky enough to have, have my own gym to, to train in. Yeah, I, I think, think I've said it uh, to BC's two before. Going to um, Pembroke, we can't start Pembroke. I'm used to being like the fittest parent, but I can't say that, Pembroke, because such a great I think you're both such great inspirations you know you you can have kids and still you know Andy competes in bodybuilding Sheena you're competing in the CrossFit games and like I think like all your your children are also just seeing what you do and I've seen on your Instagram Sheena how they join you which is so cute and <laughs> I think that's yeah I think that's you know such a great role model and I know Andy's always trying to you know teach Kaya about nutrition and fitness and uh... she doesn't always agree she doesn't always <laughs> like it <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> yeah no they do not the, the, the whole nutrition thing sort of falls, falls by the way like that is for sure um, yeah. but they do love the weightlifting and the that sort of they love it although I don't push it on them I don't mm. know you know I just let them sort of take their own path if they want to get involved they get involved um, but yeah, it is. It's you know these little people are watching out there. They watch everything you do. Yeah, for sure. And well, I mean, just listening to you saying that you were training four hours a day—that's that's incredible. I mean, you must have had to eat a lot for that to fuel all of that training. It was a of a lot. I had to learn to love carbs. Um, coming from <laughs> From a background where I absolutely hate them, was terrified, terrified of them, to be honest, um, to a place where you couldn't survive without them and copious amounts of carbs um, to keep you going. Um, yeah, I mean, four hours, it was four hours on, on the long days. It went from, yeah, anything from sort of three to four hours split into two, two parts of the day. Um, and yeah, I, I literally I use an app because I am, I'm hopeless with counting macros. I don't. Mm. To be honest, something I don't completely understand and I don't know how to work it out. So I used an app which basically told me when to eat, how much to eat, what to eat, which was great. Great. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it's like finding whatever works for you and yeah, counting your macros sure. and everything is... How, how was your eating structured? How often did you eat? Like, because, yeah, you train for big periods. Oh my gosh, it's kind of remote. It does feel like a lifetime ago. Um, I would have basically I'd have a little uh, shake, protein shake, as I when I woke up with with my workout. 
Um, I would then have breakfast, which, <laughs> uh, yeah, we now have lots of eggs, which I don't need <laughs> that many anymore, but it would probably be about eight, up to eight eggs with maybe one yolk. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, get the carbs in there with the toast and the fruit. Um, and then you'd have a mid-morning snack. That would probably be a banana protein um, powder um, and a bit of peanut butter in there. Um, lunch, um, yeah, that's, that was pretty hard because I was in the gym at lunch, so I'd have mm. maybe my boiled eggs and my sweet potatoes, and that was really hard to get down, yeah. really hard to get down. Yeah, super dry. Um, yeah. And then again, a little small mid-afternoon snack and then, and then dinner. And then the bed that was the hardest was was a huge um, shake just before bed, you know, your case and powder and, and yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and it was incredible. It just, you know, it's it's a huge amount of food, and I just see what you guys eat, and it is. It's it's quite. It's hard to get down that kind of that kind of food. Yeah. Well, it. I think even harder for you to fit it around training as well. Um, yeah. I was. That must be really hard because that that that's a big volume. At least like when we're eating that much, it's. Oh yeah. It's... I mean, we train once a day. Um, Unless it's prep season, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, yeah. E eating is eating like that is a full-time job in itself. You're like, oh, better eat now. Or, yeah. You're not even hungry yeah. and you're trying to eat yeah. and you're, you're tired. You, it's, oh, yeah. it's like, um, I think I saw a post the other day saying bodybuilding is a privilege. And it's like when you're eating and you're like, yeah, at least you have the choice to be like, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing food so when you're eating you're like it's, it's for yeah. there's a reason so stop complaining just <laughs> so whenever um, yeah I do I like yeah I do like my food I've really struggled to back to back down because I've loved having that opportunity to eat that food yeah so you know having cut my training down massively and we'll get to that in a bit um, yeah, having to cut the food down has been a real, really hard. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it. You, you even sort of look yeah. at food and you know that's a hundred grams. Yeah, that's about this, and yeah. <laughs> you eat and you the... don't want to be at the top end, but you want to come down just enough way. Just, yeah. Get <laughs> but still, that's still yeah. a lot of food. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, how has COVID impacted your your business, Sheena? Um, well, I mean, the business, the, the gym itself, we are now, we're now fully shut. Um, it was, it was a really sad, sad decision. It was, yeah, it was, it was a gym that was born out of complete sort of, yeah, love for, for what, what fitness does for people. It was, um, it was born out of a, we'd lost somebody really close to us, um, very recent, very close to that sort of time. And it was a sort of, you know, if we're not going to do it now, when are we going to do it? Go for it kind of situation. So it's, you know, the name, the dip station mm -hmm. is actually named after my, my, um, father-in-law who passed away. His name was Dip. Yeah. Um, so that's where the name comes. I know lots of people say, well, why is it called the dip station? Um, so to, to close the gym was a huge, a huge decision. We closed it already in in August, two days before I had to fly to the states to to go compete. Um, we were closed down um, 
a long story, but we literally, the doors were shutting us, we couldn't access our kit for two months. So we battled through that, then rebuilt it that November um, last year in another, another place, and then COVID hit us in, in March. So we, we kind of had to toss it up. We kept it open for a while. We had great landlords who were willing to back down, you know, cut the, cut the rent and then mm -hmm. give it for a few months free, which was awesome. But then I had to kind of wear out the odds. I've got kids at home who are not at school. Um, I can't go, even if, um, even if we could go into the gyms with COVID, if that was allowed and, and whatever, I didn't feel terribly comfortable with it, to be honest, yeah. um, being in a gym setting. Um, but if we were allowed to go back in, I still have kids at home that need to be educated and I can't leave them. So if we do open, okay, I'm not educating them myself. Let me just yeah. put that out there. It's all online with yeah. the school. But somebody needed to be there to oversee it. Um, so it was, it was a tough call. And actually it was my dad who said, listen, you've got to either pull it now or you're going to look down the line and say, well, either things would come right or you're going to look back and say, damn it, I should have pulled it back then. Because yeah. um, financially it would have just, it would have ruined the debt station. Yeah. Um, so in hindsight, it was, it, was a good, it was a good move. It was awful. I had to let go of my, my trainers, yeah. my coaches. Um, that was really hard. Um, but now, yeah, I've gone, I've gone remote. I'm online, um, which a lot of people have had to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am certainly not the kind of person to have, well, I was not the person to be in front of a camera. I've got very used to it now. I think we've just had to all... <laughs> you know pull up our big girl pants or big boy pants and get on with it yep um so yeah it's so yeah all remote um sad story but you know onward and upward yeah and i mean we've always said we're just lucky enough that in in this industry in the fitness industry that we 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 can do it online that like you can do your 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 classes online and um Whereas some businesses just don't transfer into that kind of world. So there are always silver linings. Yeah, and you guys, you guys were well ahead of the, the sort of game there. You guys were already on your, your sort of online journey as such, uh, I think. Well, we'd, we'd, we'd wanted <laughs> to. So it was a good, it was yeah. a good push for us. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It was a big push. A yeah, big push, like, yeah. Just <laughs> into the deep end, like now or never. Yes. Yeah, so it was good because we immediately got the mentor who's Andy's coach. So yeah, we just okay, had yeah. we just had to learn to swim like quick. Yeah, like you say, Shina, <laughs> yeah. you've got to get used to being on the camera, yeah. you know, because you're filming everything or people are watching you and you just got to get comfortable with it. Yeah, and doing check-ins online like you're so much on the screen you just you, just, you have to get used to it yeah yeah now it feels strange to be on a on just a voice call <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. not comfortable with that i want to see your face yeah. <laughs> so what did you do with all your equipment or have you still got it um i've kept myself a nice so i've got a nice nice little gym mm -hmm. myself me and my husband um and I'm actually slowly, slowly selling it off. I have sold quite a lot of it off, just bits, bit by bit, yeah. to clients um, who will be online with me, um, and to people who are just, yeah, home, home gymmers, um, which I think, I think is is gonna stick around for a while. 
Yeah. I think we've all become home gymmers. Every I love it. Every one of us. Yeah, we've all got we've all got good <laughs> home gyms. Yeah. We should do home gym tours with each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, uh, we were just talking with Andy the other day, and it's like I don't think I ever see myself going to like a gym unless you know a friend invites me, you know, for a session. But yeah. even that, it's yeah, like you, you just. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not here. Yeah. I love. I love not having to leave a farm. <laughs> not seeing anyone. Seems me. Yeah. Yeah. It's the person you are. If you're a recluse and you like your, you know, your, your, you know, Space. you don't like too many people around you, it's it's the perfect setting. If you're kind of an outgoing, you know, you need yeah. people around you to make it work for you. It'll be hard. Then, then no. But um, yeah, self-motivated. I always thought I was that person. I always thought I was like this outgoing person. <laughs> Until COVID, I was like, I love this. This is brilliant. Actually, I'm just close. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think for some, for some people, the gym is like a very social place. So. Home gyms would not work for them. They they need that you know, yeah. you talk to someone in between sets and just socialize. But yeah, and, and and as you say, you know these these CrossFit gyms are are incredible for that. You are you make new friends. You meet people that you would never have normally met. You know you don't go to the gym. You don't whack your earphones in. You you're there. You're you're present. Um and yeah, when you can, you you high five. Oh. Um, <laughs> Not at the moment, but, um, you know, you are one big, yeah, you know, community, no matter what, what, what fitness level, what size, what, what anything, you are, you're all in it together. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, the way, I, I like having my headphones in, like, like, don't come right. close, yeah, like, don't <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, just there with some crazy heavy metal or something. So, <laughs> yeah, so Sheena, yeah, you are. What? Sorry, I don't know. I was just gonna say how. No, I was gonna say that's so awesome in the gym is 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 the the loud pumping music. We would always have crazy crazy loud pumping music. Yeah, I don't remember your music. You do. I don't think we had it loud that day. Well, we, wasn't... you were there when we did that. Uh, we did that open. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to concentrate. Oh yeah, you're actually doing yeah. an, an open workout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I, I do. I love so many elements of CrossFit, and I love all the conditioning work. I just don't think I. Yeah. Well, you've you. You've shown that you can do it, you know. I'm always like, oh, I'm, I'm too old to learn, you know, how to do all those complicated no, movements. No, you're not too old. <laughs> I know, you're I love that. I still have chance to do handstand walks. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. When did I learn? I learned when I was 37. 37, I learned to walk on my hands. How? Yeah. <laughs> practice, a lot just, of practice. Okay. A lot of falling over, yeah. a lot of, but just, just practice. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do that. A lot of falling over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I just don't. I don't like the. I don't like the weight above my head. So I, I, right there, I've, I've failed. Like don't say that. Like I enjoy. We'll just have. I we'll enjoyed, have online lessons. With no, I enjoyed you. training snatches when I used to go for the CrossFit. But the moment the weight gets here, I'm, I'm I just get scared. So. No joke. It is no joke when it goes above your head. Yeah. That's for sure. And do you have me? Have you ever had a, a serious injury? 
Um, no, not, no, not necessarily, no, not from CrossFit. I, I was demoing, I think, <laughs> in the gym, and I, I just found a story with a snatch, you know, bringing the bar, I think, I can't remember if it was up or down, actually, and knocked my, knocked my forehead, and I had a good old egg <laughs> on the front of my head. Um, but no, nothing, nothing to write about. I've got an old niggling knee, but that is not from CrossFit. I mean, funny, funny story, before I started that, um, my CrossFit journey. I was told I had um, early on set, so I used I kind of used that as an excuse not to do anything. So we um, we missed that we missed that bit. Impact. Sorry, Sheena, you have what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I was told that I had um, early onset osteoarthritis in oh, my hip. Yeah. Um, so I was told no high impact, um, you know, it's degenerative, you know, take it easy. Um, so I did, I did what I was told and mm. I used it as an excuse not to do anything. I mentally went downhill, um, physically, I looked fit, I was thin, mm. um, and not fit, unhealthy. Um, and then yeah, went in there just decided, you know, I'm going to try this. I avoided the running, avoided everything. And eventually I, I, I guess I strengthened, I strengthened everything around it. I strengthened my body um, and, and went for it. And to be honest, the hip has never bothered me. Um, I have got a meniscus sort of that bugs me in my knee, but I am so, so grateful. I found what I did at that time because I, yeah, I mean, I would be severely unhealthy right now. That's a funny thing because I I had it. I was told never to play rugby again when I was like twenty because my because my knee to sniffering. But I did listen. You know, the, the day he told me that, I went straight to rugby training. <laughs> but but thing is, I've got arthritis in in my knees now and I need knee replacement. But actually, what I find is when I don't train and I have a prolonged rest, a week off or whatever, I actually my knees feel worse. When I'm active, with my quads are working well, my hammies are working well, my knees feel a lot better. Mm. Yep. No, I think it's it's just so sad how that's what sort of doctors tell you, like just rest. Yeah, you know, don't stop don't moving. don't do anything high impact and like you say, even your your mental health is of course affected by yeah. you know, by someone telling you that and you're not being able to exercise and yeah, I think you have broken a lot of boundaries there, which is, yeah, very inspiring. Well, it did take a while. Um, and as I said, use it as an excuse. And I think it's an easy excuse. When, when I get clients come to me now and say, listen, I've, I've hurt my elbow or I've got a niggly knee, but I still want to train, what can I do? It's like you've now, you've gone over that hill. You've gone over that hill where you're not going to use your injury as an excuse. Yeah. You know, you want to, you're going to preserve your injury. We're going to work on that or let it rest. But you still, you still want to do something. What I think is literally going over that hill, realizing that, that what you're doing is, is so, so damn good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So and there's always ways to train around it. Always. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And um, so you've, you do quite a bit of work with the, the rangers. Can you tell us a bit more about that? 
Yeah, when when the gym was open, we actually I sent um, I sent my coaches out to train um, the rangers. These are wildlife rangers on on our conservancies out here. We've got we're working through we're working in Barana Conservancy, Lewa, and Old Jogi. Um, so twice a week, um, so twice a week on each of those conservancies, we'd send out um, coaches to go and give them an hour's training. Um, so that's. That's kind of what we do. We did it through um, a company who's, who is actually owned and run by a great friend of mine. Um, it's called Four Rangers. Um, but they, obviously, when COVID hit, we had to stop because they, they didn't want us coming onto the onto the, the conservancies and so on. So sadly, that all came to came to a grinding halt, um, which is incredibly sad because they, they they loved it. They loved it. It it made what they do well a hell of a lot easier. Um, it gave them purpose. Um, they, I mean, those guys do their job because they love it. I've, you know, they, they're not there because they have to be. They are passionate about the wildlife, um, protecting the wildlife. Um, so, yeah, that came to a grinding halt, sadly. And then they, they came up with this um, uh, challenge, wildlife ranger challenge, which I got involved in. And I um, sort of programmed... I think it was four four workouts for sort of the general population to do um, in preparation for this this big run, which everyone was going to do virtually, um, to raise awareness um, for for these guys, um, because obviously they have um, yeah all their livelihoods have, have been shattered like like a lot of people. Um, but obviously we have you somewhere still got you there. Yeah. yeah. There you are. We, we, we need them. We need our wildlife. Um, so it was, yeah, creating awareness and, and trying to raise some money to, to, to get them their basic their basic needs for their families. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the last bit I've, I've done with them. But they, I mean, they continue to do amazing work. And sadly, we, yeah, we're not in there every day or every week anymore. Um, but as I say, they, they are, they're just awesome. To come across the guys who are there because they genuinely love what they're doing, not because they have to be. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really, really cool thing to be involved in. Yeah, that's such a great initiative. Oh, that's, that's so sad that uh, COVID got in the way of that. Because, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they, they loved it. And was that, were you teaching them sort of proper kind of CrossFit stuff? Or was it... Uh, were you trying to sort of? They, I mean, it was cross. It was it was based around you know functional fitness as such. Um, they were donated um, through through Four Rangers a bunch of kit which was imported um, from UK. Really, I mean, your dream CrossFit kit, yeah. um, which it got stuck in customs for probably every year. Um, so we oh, missed out geez. on back training with the kit. I mean, my guys were incredibly um, uh, creative with kind of coming up with, with workouts that didn't involve too much um, kit. Yeah. Um, but sadly, just as that kit arrived, I mean, we probably had a few months of training with the kit and then, then we were cut off. So they have got, they've got state-of-the-art kind of um, barbells, bump yeah. plates, um, all sorts of stuff um, out there now that they can use. It's just, it's just knowing how to use it use yeah. it properly yeah oh, wow. that is such a shame well so i'm hoping i'm, I'm you know so i am i am moving away from this area so i i'm not going to be able to to sort of 
be a part of that anymore, but I'm, I'm sure somebody or hoping that somebody will, will kind of move into that space because these guys, these guys deserve it. They, they really do. Yeah, for sure. So you are moving, um, and will you carry on with your, um, online classes and everything? Or what's the plan? Yeah, I, I mean, we're, I'm moving sort of a, to a different part of the country where we're, I'm pretty, pretty remote. I don't have many neighbours. I won't have many neighbours. Even more remote. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I won't have that kind of physical one-on-one coaching as such, which, which is, is yeah, is, is a shame. I, I love, I do love my group, my group coaching. I love it. Um, but you know, this is second best, and the fact that I can do it from from the middle of nowhere um, online is is awesome. And I keep thinking, you know, I do occasionally think, you know, can I do without this? But to, in the end of the day, I, I do love what I do. I love coaching, um, mm. so I will try as much as I I can to keep going with my my virtual my virtual classes. Yeah. And you'll you'll take your your home gym with you. That is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I I follow quite a few CrossFit people. Not that many. Um, I don't know what 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 do you sort of see f- in your future? Like, are there are the games happening? I don't I don't know what yeah. what has happened during this yeah. COVID they time. Did happen. They happened. They happened in um, like a, a month on, the, on the ranch where it all began. So very oh, okay. small, no spectators. Yeah. Um, and everyone watched it virtually. Um, yeah. So it happened. It happened with a very few athletes of the top yeah. five of each. Yeah. Um, yeah, different, but they, they got it done. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is. It is nice watching them though. They're, they're quite yeah, something. Yeah, I, I saw clips of the last one. It wasn't that long ago. Just, yeah, like, like a month ago? or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean you you'd qualified was it for Egypt this year was that yeah I had it was in 2000 and it was 2000 yeah it was this year I'm, I've lost my years <laughs> um, yes. um so Yes, I had qualified as a team um, member, a team of four, and um, I qualified as the mas- in, in the Masters division. So I chose to ditch the Masters division and go and have some fun with a group of, of um, three others. And sadly, that all came to a, yeah, a, massive, a massive end. Um, there is still hope. Um, really get a rocket up my bum if I if I were to perform in any any kind of competitive um, manner at the moment. But there is still hope, um, and I, I you know what for for the other guys in my team and for you know anyone just to experience going to that kind of competition or mm. anything like that would just be would be fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. So when 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 was that supposed to be or is? I think it was. I think it was meant to be April. Okay. April or July? No, no. Me and my dates they are yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, April or July. Something like yeah. it was April being postponed till July and then it got cancelled. Yeah. Ah. Oh, something shame. like that. Yeah. Too many events cancelled this year. Yeah, it's been yeah for sports and all, any kind of competitions. It's been such a tough year. Um, and so 
Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, because now with the... You don't know if they'll have audiences in the stadiums or who knows how it'll happen now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the beauty of it. That's what was really interesting in the, in the games is you had a couple of athletes who or really thrive of, of, of audience, of people, mm. and that's the thing. And then you've got a couple of athletes who actually don't mind either and have trained themselves in both aspects of in mm. absolute silence or... Yeah. So it was really interesting to watch that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I think I'd, I'd, I'd be quite happy without a crowd, I think. I don't know. Neither. Well, I was watching the rugby the other day and I was thinking how weird it was. Because when I, you know, I used to like playing with people watching. Yeah. I'd play without watching, I'd be doing the training and stuff, but it was always quite nice. They always played better than the big crowd. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You've got, to, you've got to have someone cheering you on. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That, that must have been quite an experience when you did go to the, the CrossFit Games, um, yeah. Sheena. What was, yeah, what was that like? It was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was amazing. It was awe-inspiring. I mean, any, any yeah, it was incredible. But, um, yeah, terrifying. You are slightly out of your depth. Um, but to be around those 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 people um, and to see what what they're all capable of, and as you say, you were there. You went to watch the Dubai one. Um, it is it's it's incredible. Yeah, uh, we were just like the women's bodies were incredible. Yeah. We're just like yeah. wow. Yeah, guys are strong. It, it, it was nice were. to watch. Very inspiring, to be honest. It was so inspiring. Like watching like uh, what's his name, Matt Fraser in uh, in like in action. Yeah. He's like a cyborg, so it, 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 he's yeah, yeah he's he's insane. He's amazing. Yeah, not human, absolutely not human. Yeah, and then the, the women are like super strong and you, you yeah, it just gives you a different, you know, different outlook how because a lot of women are like, no, I I don't want to lift heavy, I don't want to do this because I look like that and then well, we can have a whole other podcast on that, I reckon. <laughs> then you're like, oh, I wish all the women saying this could just watch. Yeah, you know, but the CrossFit, or, like women's physiques in CrossFit, are, are they're, they're just so. They just, yeah, I they, think they look great. Yeah, they yeah. could yeah. step on stage and do a. Without even no, serious. Yeah, but they, they could. just look so good. Like yeah. they just look com- so strong. If you compare with the men, yeah. They, they, they. Yeah, the they, men don't necessarily look like. like um, I don't know. I, yeah. I find the women more impressive, physique-wise, not yeah. performance-wise. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, yeah, and I think with, with CrossFitters, um, you do, you certainly have to have a bit of meat, as you would say, yeah. on you, because yeah. otherwise you, you can't perform, you can't be super, super lean, yeah. um, and that's, yeah. I think, what makes them so much more attractive, is they're not super, super, super lean, they've got, they've got some yummer on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what, yeah, that's what really sort of exactly as you say you and again for crossfits what's good is that you have to eat to perform like you know food food is fuel um and is yeah i mean so different to bodybuilding where you're yeah you're trying to get lean and yeah generally you're you've got to have some serious willpower with that with that um bodybuilding and your you're always not looking good in your pants in front of random blokes yeah. Like <laughs> yeah when it comes down to it it's yeah <laughs> it's weird, but yeah. 
Yeah. Um, no, I know. With CrossFit, with something like the CrossFit Games, does does CrossFit help or uh, you know get you there and look after you, or are you just like on your own? You got to get yourself there. When you get there, they're like, yeah. No, um, no, they don't. You you qualify. You you do have to. You then have to pay to. I think. Um, and then that's it. You are on your own. You have to find your way there. And that's that's what. Which, you know, people came out of the woodwork in this country. People are you donated and, and essentially got me and got the first Kenyan um, you know national to the CrossFit Games which which was incredible it was it was awesome but no CrossFit did does not help there at all and I, I imagine I know, you know I know all these things are hard and in, you know, in Kenya it's not like you can rely on the country to support you government to say oh we've got an athlete qualified in CrossFit let's just help her out and get some you know, get the country sponsoring up. That doesn't happen, so you, you fall down onto individuals because there's not even that many companies in a position to, to help you out. There's only you know, a, a, a very small group of companies that will be willing to sponsor athletes. Yeah, so it's true. just like, you know... It's, For sure, and, and again, you know, CrossFit, um, you know, last year, I mean, this year it's a little bit more well-known, um, uh, in 2019 you know what is CrossFit a lot of people who are you know I was essentially asking for money from to help donate didn't know what CrossFit was had no mm. idea what the CrossFit Games was about you know if you're, you're talking about the Olympics or going to the Olympics it's much it's much easier for people to understand know where their where their money is so it was but it was it was incredible it was was you know incredible to everyone amazing i just think it's, it's a barrier for potentially this you know when we say this to bodybuilders a, a bubble of raw talent there's any quality athletes or potential quality athletes in kenya yeah. but there's not that, that support within the country to try and move elite sport forward even in an olympic level i think you know even the olympic athletes struggle to get to the olympic games you know yeah yeah. You know, it's tragic. It really is. It is. It's. It's. It's hardcore. There is a hell of a lot of talent here. Yeah. So much. But yeah. yeah. Well, at least I mean, CrossFit seems to be growing here. There's. I mean, it just started out as CrossFit Quetu, and then there was you, and now we've got First Power. So it is. Yep. I mean, so many people that we talk to are really into CrossFit, and yeah, which is great, and. What I like about CrossFit and boxes is that everyone is very qualified. You know, you you, yeah. you can't just decide that you're going to teach a CrossFit um, class without. Uh, I guess you have to go to South Africa to get certified. Yeah, you go. You need to go and yeah, get certified. And yeah, I went to South Africa. You can go to Dubai, the States. Which, yeah, which I think is great because anyone here can apparently be a personal trainer, um, but uh, yeah. you don't see that in CrossFit. So I think the the level of coaching, teaching and everything is, is very high, which is fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. The, the one, you know, CrossFit, it, do, it doesn't take long to get a CrossFit cert. Um, you go 
yes, and so on. Um, so it does help if you've got a, a background in fitness, if you have done your PT or you've done something else. Um, and you can't expect to kind of go get your certification and walk into a gym and get a job. You need to get that certification, learn, learn get experience. Um, you are not qualified. When you walk out of that, that room and you've done your exam, you've got your pass, you are not go and train. Basically, you need that experience. Yeah, and I think that should be the same, you know, even as a PT, you need to have that that experience. Um, and I know to, I mean, and it's also expensive to get your CrossFit qualification and then also to be uh, a licensed box. Is that how you would yeah, say it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a huge commitment, but... But then, like you say, once you're you're a box and you know you can compete with people all over the world, which I always thought was very cool. Yeah, I think I've lost you there. Yeah, we're we're we're, 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 we're pushing it. Enough to be an affiliate to, yeah. to compete, um, but yeah, to be a fully self CrossFit as a gym, you have to affiliate and you have to pay that fee. Yeah. Good. Well, I think we're pushing our boundaries of internet connection here. <laughs> maybe yeah. this is a popular time for all the gamers to start uh, yeah, <laughs> coming we're, online they're awake now <laughs> they're awake <laughs> <laughs> but um Sheena this has been so interesting and yeah I've always found you very motivational and inspirational and um loved hearing well, your story you guys. You, guys, you guys are amazing at what you put out there into, into the universe all of you Thanks, Thank Gina, you. and we will put all your contact details um, in the the show notes. So if anyone is interested in doing classes with Gina, you can check her out. Yeah. Um, and if you have any CrossFit questions? Yeah, if you have any CrossFit questions, you can send those to to all of us, and we'll just send them to her because we don't know much about yeah. CrossFit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we'll just forward all of them. But 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 I always find after talking about CrossFit, I'm I'm always inspired to go and do more kind of CrossFit type workouts. And we yeah. we really like this guy on Instagram yeah. called Obi Vincent, and he's all about breaking the mold. He's a cross yeah. lifter. And we love like like you don't have to just be bodybuilding. You don't have to just be CrossFit. You know, do you can what do you it enjoy. all. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I think people just get yeah. too, don't you know, stuck. Don't knock out a week or a month of CrossFit and then come back. Just shock your system. Yeah, it would be a shock. Yeah. I am slowly getting back into more cardio and conditioning workouts. Uh, yeah. But this was a good, good, uh, yeah, kick for me to get into those again. Um, yeah. yeah. Not yet. I'm. I'm. I'm still. <laughs> not yet. No. I'm. I'm enjoying my off season. Still need to grow a bit of muscle before I start running around and jumping up and down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Preserving every, every ounce of lean tissue I, I've, I've, I'm working for. So maybe maybe sometime next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this year was. Uh, yeah, just. Just grow, move, move enough and grow more. So I'll watch her do it. I'll time her. I'll, you know, set up. I'll do the setup for her, everything, time. But yeah. We'll have our own little CrossFit championship here. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Sheena, for taking the time um, to join us and 
I hope the uh, power stays on for you over there in Nanyuki. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Generator. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. It was it was awesome to chat to you. Okay. Perfect. See you in the next episode.